All right, welcome to Liberty and Justice. I'm your host, Matt Whitaker. You can catch us every Friday at 7 p.m. on CPAC now, conservative.org, and Whitaker.tv. I'm joined by a couple uh, UFC MMA legends, Frank Mir, Tito Ortiz. Let's let them know how happy we are they're here exactly. Thank you. And Harrison Rogers, who's the brains behind this upcoming event that we're going to talk about soon. So make sure that we get all the details out there. But let's, let's start because I think you each kind of found your way to become a world champion uh, in your sport. And it was your path to the American dream. So, Tito, why don't you talk first about where, where you came from? Because, it, you know, this, this is a, a little bit of a political crowd. We know Donald Trump yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And many of us know Tito Ortiz. But tell, tell us your stories in your American dream. Um, well, you know, I uh, living in Huntington Beach, California my whole life, uh, coming from a Democratic uh, family, my mother and my father. Um, and it was all about handouts. Um, and this is because they had a drug problem. And I, I didn't realize it at a young age until I got a little older, I realized what was going on. My mother took me away from my father. And I always wanted things that all my other friends had. You know, they had nice bikes, nice clothes, uh, weren't afraid to bring their friends over to their house. I lived in a motel, so it was really difficult for me, and I didn't understand it. And so at a young age, I started fishing on the pier in Newport, selling fish. Uh, and all of a sudden, I was making lunch, dinner, breakfast money, and extra clothes money. Um, then I got into wrestling when I was in high school, and wrestling saved my life. Uh, in the Bible, uh, Jacob wrestled against an angel. The angel beat him and saved his life. Well, my true name is Jacob. Um, I found wrestling as a freshman, and I come to realize with hard work and dedication that I could achieve my dream of being in a, a varsity wrestler my first year. I wrestled varsity the four years at Huntington Beach High School, uh, went on to Golden West Junior College, and this sport called Ultimate Fighting Championship came about. Yeah. I trained with Tank Abbott, and... Uh, I was like, wow, maybe I could give this a try. So I fought UFC 13, May 30th, 1997 for free. First UFC fighter in history to ever fight for free. Fought twice in one night, and I was hooked. Hooked the line and sinker because uh, I got a lot of attention. As a kid growing up, I had zero attention. And come to realize that maybe I could make something out of this. A uh, year, year and a half later, I became the world champion. And I did it by being an honest man. You know, never stepping on anybody to get ahead. Making sure as I come up, I'm helping people up. And they try to pull me down, I let go. And realize this American dream is alive. Um, watching people like Donald Trump that I've known since 2000. Um, I did the Celebrity Apprentice with them. And my whole life, I mean, I'm not whole life, but the whole time that I was a fighter and world champion, I'd seen all the big rappers and uh, all the big uh, celebrities talking about Trump rich and Trump is great and this and that. But all of a sudden when he ran for presidency uh, and won it, everything went upside down. Yep. He was racist and this and that. I mean. I had hoping for myself for the second uh, uh, run that he was going for, that he won it. And I thought, in my opinion, I thought he won it. I went for city council in Huntington Beach because I realized with my kids, I got to give them what I never had as a child. That's being a father, being a present father, financially take care of them, mentally take care of them, being there as a father. And that's the American way, you know. Um, yeah. It's been a long time of things that I've been learning. But now that I see what's going on in this country, Right now, this midterm is the scariest time of our lives because if people don't wake up and start voting the right way and start getting off the couch and being the silent majority and start being the majority of coming out and speaking the way it should be, we're going to lose this country. And yeah. I don't want to lose it for the ch fo That's focus of my, my children's future because the American dream is alive. You just got to work for it. And there's no handouts in your life. And uh, I'm proof of the American dream's alive. Yeah, and that's so true. Frank, tell, uh, we, we spent New Year's Eve together, um, and I got to know you a little bit. But your, your story is the same but different. 
Tell me your American, your American dream and how you accomplished it and then how you're going to hand that to your children. Well, basically, my father came from another country. And when he came here, he left Cuba, which obviously is very much of a socialist uh, communism. So when he came here, he realized that as much work you put in is what you're going to get out. There was no limitations, but there was also no handouts. And so I've always had a life of a martial artist, of competing as a martial artist, but I use it as my identity. And basically, that's what I passed on to my children is how to be a martial artist. Uh, my daughter right now is a national champ, wrestles, 2-0 is professional. My, Committed to the University of Iowa. Yeah, my uh, next oldest son, he just uh, just won state as a freshman at uh, Nevada in wrestling. And so I push that for them, for their identity, because that's what allows them to be successful here in this country, I feel, is that self-reliance, constantly being critical of yourself, breaking it down. And the martial arts allows us to constantly analyze what we're doing with obstacles and move forward. And really, the opportunities here, uh, again, open opportunity, but there is no real blanket underneath it, and there's no catch. And I know some people want that, but I feel like the opportunities to continuously push forward and not be bound outweighs the, uh, the negativity of not having a blanket constantly to catch those who don't want to work hard. Yeah, so extraordinary. Now, Harrison, I, I want to preview the reason you're joining us up here, but I actually, I'm going to throw you a curveball. Tell me about your American dream, because you're an entrepreneur. You're making things happen. You're doing things in digital and all over. And so just talk a little bit about your American dream, where you came from. I mean, ironically, getting, uh, getting to know these gentlemen, um, some of our stories are similar. We, we wanted to remain politically agnostic, you know, for the longest time, keep our heads down, leave politics to the politicians. If 2020 taught us nothing else, it's that, uh, hey, your business might not be politics, but politics should be, uh, or politics cares about your business. I just butchered that uh, saying. But it woke me up as a venture capitalist, private equity investor. I saw front row uh, seats to the horrible overreach of government and uh, we had to wake up and so a lot of uh, the business colleagues of mine said how do we even get started how do we we don't even we even trust our party I guess do we donate our money to uh, what's been the status quo for so long so hopefully we're coming together and uh, being able to turn yeah. some things on its head well and so much of it is to reach uh, Americans that aren't involved in politics, that don't live, breathe, and eat politics. I spend way too much of my time, you know, reading the news and being on social media and seeing, you know, following current events because oftentimes I have to talk about it. But you know, I mean, that's obviously you. You know, you needed to study uh, the martial arts and to learn how to choke a guy out, how to win a championship, and you know, you're rewarded for that. I mean, obviously, you you grew a fan base. Um, but as each of you become politically active, you've seen the ugly side of politics that I saw when I became the Attorney General, where they tried to essentially um, bury me. They tried to take me out. They tried to, you know, never ruin my career, file ethics complaints, do whatever they could. And, you know, I, I like to say this. You guys appreciate this as fighters. They tried to bury me. They didn't realize I was a seed. <laughs> and so, you know, we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to prosper. And because, as you said, Tito, you know, God's in charge. Yes. God is yes. All ultimately in charge. and He's sovereign, and he's going to bless those that are working to advance his kingdom. So we're going to come right back on CPAC now. We're here live at CPAC. Uh, join us 7 p.m. every Friday on CPAC now and on Whitaker.tv. So about CPAC is CPAC, there's a few different things I love. I get to see 
some of my favorite speakers, some of my favorite representatives. I mean, we have Governor Ron DeSantis here. Uh, we have President Trump coming. And also, it's a, it's a good way to see your Facebook friends list because everybody you see on Facebook is from all over the world if you have a network on Facebook. It's been great meeting a lot of people from around the country that are just excited to be here, uh, share information. We've got a lot of finding a lot of friendly people too, which I don't think you necessarily find at all events. Everybody is just looking to have an enjoyable time and uh, get, get good information. associate with everybody that's anybody in the conservative political side of the spectrum and for me it's an invaluable experience to be able to talk to people from across the country other candidates that are running to get input from them to meet them and uh, hopefully we can meet each other in DC after November great question I think we need to have a process in place to stand for our Constitution first and foremost and that we take the time to make sure that the people that are running for office actually share the values, the founding principles that our founding fathers had. Welcome back to CPAC Now. So glad that you're with us. Uh, we are joined by some real rock stars of the MMA. Uh, Tito Ortiz, Frank Mir, we have Harrison Rogers with us. And one of the reasons you're here at CPAC is to talk about this event you have coming out. You're up on the main stage talking about this earlier. I don't know which one of you wants to uh, preview it and talk about, but it's in Miami in March, and it's gonna be a really exciting event. Well, basically, look, I, I, March 19th, we're gonna have a phenomenal event with a freedom fight. Uh, champions will be up and we have two teams and, and basically what we're trying to do is make it to where look the left owns the pop culture as far as you know higher learning uh, Hollywood and a lot of these children when they're growing up right now they look at these individuals out there LeBron James and because he's a phenomenal basketball player they follow all of his ideals and thought process and statements so I want to create to where we have more superstars on our right side that have conservatives so people can then grow up as children and go wow I like that guy because he fights or that girl and that's just the niche to get them in but then they start reading what we're about and then that identity becomes culture and I feel like that is one way we can progress to move forward to bring back values to our country is that people have guys that are going to idolize and then now be part of that culture of yeah. a martial arts mindset. Yeah. And so this event is March 19th, 19th correct? Miami Airport, yep. Convention, Airport Center. Convention Center. Um, where can they learn more about the event? Where can they get tickets? Freedomfightnight.com is the easiest place to go. I mean, even if you don't aren't able to attend, stream it live. Um, at cl on cloudhub.com we can't be censored there we can't be uh, taken down because we're gonna we're starting a movement and we're gonna want to be censored pretty quickly but luckily cloudhub is uh, uh tito's yeah. gonna be one of the coaches on the team and quentin good versus quentin jackson yeah, they'll both rampage be coaches. jackson quentin. rampage jackson yes sir nobody calls him quentin yeah right <laughs> actually I've known, yeah, I'm saying, time, so. <laughs> I've known quentin before he's rampage yeah, literally <laughs> 
when he was just like little storm. No. <laughs> Back so, then, he's a lot more dangerous than yeah. he is right now. But let me tell you, I, it'll be great. I mean, I, I've done a lot of coaching. I mean, that's how I went through college for it, to be a high school wrestling coach and uh, be a resource teacher. But when I got into fighting, it was like I got able to help a lot more kids uh, just across the United yeah. States. And even now, as I became a professional fighter, the adults had a way to uh, eat, treat their life, train, I mean, train their families. Fathership, I mean, being fatherhood, that was one of the biggest things for me because I never had a dad. So it was like the things that I've learned through trials and mistakes. I mean, my kids are 12 years old twins and they never had a cell phone. They yeah. don't have an iPad. They get to play Xbox, but they have all A's. If they get a B, they can't play Xbox. Yeah. So I make sure I push education. It's super important. Education is knowledge. And as a father, I got to do that for my children because I'm preparing them to be parents themselves. And yeah. that's really what's really, really important. That's what's missed right now is the, you know, the uh, nuclear family that's being taken away. Yeah. God being taken away from the schools. So many different things that myself, that I, when I live in California, I got to move from there to give my kids a better future. I should never have to do that. Yeah, and, and this scary. is extraordinary. I want to talk more about this. With Frank Mir, Tito Ortiz, both UFC champions, legends, rock stars. But you ran for Huntington beach city council yes sir you were you were mayor pro tem yep and you decided that you would just give that up and move to the florida i believe if yeah I remember so this. i i got attacked as you're talking about getting attacked yeah I, and uh, i i talked to a business owner that was there and he's like yeah we actually give a little money in the bow background and i was like excuse me he's like, yeah no they're They'll do anything possible. If you're not a part of their agenda, they're, they'll go out of their way to destroy you. Yeah. And like I say, I, I got young kids. I'm young myself. I have a lot of business opportunities coming about. And I don't want people thinking that I'm a thief or making false accusations yeah. on who I am. They make it up. They, they do. And they'll do anything and they'll spend millions of dollars doing it. So I was like making 700 bucks a month, being in city council, trying to change a city that they don't want to change. Um, it's not happening. And once again, and this is I your home. This is a place you grew up. Born you and care raised. a lot about. Yes, it's a beautiful place. Huntington Beach. I the Huntington Beach yeah. bad boy. Yeah, I mean, I, I've lived there for 47 years. But like I said, I hopefully everybody else wakes up. I mean, right now for my kids going to high school, I want to make sure the critical race theory, the sexual ed, wearing a mask, vaccine, all that stuff. That that should be a choice. You know, I'm not anti-vax or anything. This is our choice as American. I pay into the system. I pay my taxes. I pay 70, or excuse me, 50%, and that's a lot of money that I've, I've earned through my career. But at the same time, I still got to pay my bills, and I got to protect my children as much as possible. And for me to move to Florida to make that happen, let it be. I'm sacrificing my life because you know what? I, I've lived my 50% of lifetime. Now it's about my children's future and my children's uh, friends' yeah. future. So, so I'm going to keep fighting. Frank, talk about this. I mean, you, you mentioned your, your children as part of the American dream. How do we preserve that for future generations? I feel like we're like one election away from really the socialists taking over, from the Marxists that your father fled in Cuba that have ruined that country, a beautiful country in and of it with beautiful beaches, but it's gone. And you know, there's all, we always hope it comes back, but it's been over 50 years now where we've lost Cuba. And the United States is, is the last best hope for freedom. Talk about how we preserve that and, and what you see across this country. Well, I think just being aware of the issues that go out there and not trying to be uh, persuaded in the wrong way. For example, um, look, I, I'm in freedom of choice a lot of things, but I don't think I should have to worry about my daughter wrestling against a male and that now feels like they're a female. Um, 
those ideas and, and whatnot that are being pushed on us, that agenda by the left, I think is extremely dangerous and it corrupts and breaks down all kinds of areas that I think that leads to a very negative outcome because we're trying to be empathetic or have sympathy towards areas and then we destroy basic common sense. And I think that's really a foundation of a lot of things going on that if you talk to most people go, hey, do you think that this is okay? Like, well, uh, no, but if I say something, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to be canceled. They're going to take away this or that, or I could get in trouble at work even for making comments on a, a, my social media. So I think going that direction of just going, hey, look, be very aware of what's going on right now in our society and go ahead and have a voice and stand up and go ahead and acknowledge that we are the silent majority, but we need to be longer, silent no longer. All right, well, stay with us. We'll be right back on CPAC now. You're watching it on CPAC, conservative.org and Whitaker.tv. Be right back. Hey everyone, it's Colton. I'm out here again at CPAC Central and we're gonna play another game. Uh, this is like a replica of a dating uh, app, Guess Who? So we have what we call leftistonly.com. We have four pictures here and a bio, uh, a job description, age, and location. And we're gonna have the attendees try to guess which Democrat uh, this bio would represent. So let's go. So on these four pictures in the bio, we have chocolate chocolate chip ice cream, sunglasses, hairy legs, and a basement. And based on the bio, who do you think this might be? That's Biden in the basement. Biden in the basement. Biden. Joe Biden. Let's rip that tape off and see if you're correct. Yep. One for one, too easy, too easy. A hand on the fence, the word socialism, tax the rich dress, and a cocktail set and a little bio. Carter, based on what you see here, the person's age is 32. Who do you think this might be? That is uh, AOC. AOC? Let's pull it off. Pull the tape off there. What a, what a guy. He thought this was going to be hard. He's one for one already. A woman cackling. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. And we have the state of California. And we have a little uh, bio down here. The location is no one knows. She hasn't been to the border wall. And she hasn't been to Europe either. Guys, who is this? Is it Kamala Harris? Yes, yes, it sadly is. Let's pull it off, pull the tape off to make sure. We got some mittens here. We got a socialism fist. We got Vermont and an independent voter. Who do you all think this might be? Uh, that Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. It's going to be a, a Democrat, possibly, but it's an independent. Bernie. All right. They think it's Bernie Sanders. Let's peel it off. It's Bernie Sanders. Two for two. So we have a crack pipe. We got Parmesan cheese. We got a laptop. And we have an ugly painting. And we have a little bio. Uh, this person basically works in Ukraine. He's 52. We have a little bio here. Carter, who do you think this might be? This is Hunter Biden. It's Hunter Biden. He's two for two. Just to make sure. Old person, maybe old people, an Italian flag, a mask, and a hat that says, I love New York. Who do you think this might be? Ooh. We're gonna phone a friend over here. We're, we're, we're gonna bring in Ethan. Is it, it's one of the Como brothers. It's Andrew Como, isn't it? Yeah. Andrew Cuomo, let, let's try to reveal it. 
It's Andrew Cuomo, $15 gift card right here. CPAC. Now we're here at CPAC in Florida. Remember, we're going to have CPAC Dallas in August, and there's going to be several more CPACs announced, so follow all those announcements on conservative.org. I'm back with MMA legends Frank Mir, Tito Ortiz. Thank you so much. But first, I want to go to Harrison Rogers. Talk to me a little bit about CloudHub. So we were on a panel this morning talking about not only our awesome upcoming fight night, but the ability to stream through CloudHub, which is a social media platform that uh, we're all uh, associated with, because who knows who can censor anything now? So if we're completely, you know, dependent on YouTube or whatever for our streaming event, they could take that down in a heartbeat. And so CloudHub is hopefully one of many platforms that is going to be able to create this uh, parallel yep. universe that we've talked about, and I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Yeah, well, th and I feel strongly about this. So first of all, when I went to follow Tito on one of the social media platforms, I had to enter in his entire address before it popped up. Welcome Fan to pages Shadow come, Man. No, and, and th there was no doubt that this is happening. But also remember, these major social media platforms that are canceling people, throwing Donald Trump off, throwing a lot of good conservatives off for speaking the truth, for sharing information as they know it, what do, we, what do we see? They run to Congress and they want to be regulated. Facebook's the prime example. They want to be regulated because what, they, what do they want to do? They don't want competition. They've got their audience now and they want to squeeze it and control it. And that's exactly what you're against, I know. You want a, an echo, an, a whole bunch of companies that are competing for, and who's better wins, just like in their sport. And it's right. kind of a counterintuitive to a businessman. You know, as a capitalist, you want to not work together. You want to be the, the solution that makes all the money. Conservatives, we need to come together and actually say, you know what, this isn't for profit. We need to come together and create this parallel universe and have users. Otherwise, we're a losing battle. So it's kind of a weird mindset shift that we have yeah. to do together right now. Well, and it's yeah. also, I mean, let's remember, we're free market capitalists. Right. And if you're a good fighter, you make more money. You win fights, it's a meritocracy, just like America's supposed to be. And if you're a good company, then you make money. If you're a bad company, you don't. And we should, we should be very comfortable with that. And it's when government puts their thumb on the scale and tries to pick winners and losers that we have always gone wrong in the United States. And so we got to watch social media regulation by the government because it's not to protect the American citizens. It's to protect the monopolies and the big social media companies. So, Tito, yes. parting thoughts from you. What, what, what's on your heart? What do you want to share? Talk to me about you know, what ordinary Americans can do to you save know, our um, country. A lot of the speakers that come out and they come and speak, uh, our voices are only so loud, and people want to listen. Um, I think the biggest thing is when they do listen is talk to other people what they heard and, and, and really get educated on politics is very difficult to understand sometimes, but if you're able to see that if it's about America, it's about freedom, it's about faith, it's about family, it's about something that we want to keep here, we lose our freedom, there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. There's nowhere else in the world to go. And I've traveled the world, and believe me, every time I came back to the United States, I was really happy. So the viewers that are viewing this, everybody that are here, be outspoken. Don't be the silent majority. If we're going to win here in 2022, the world depends on it, literally. The world's yeah. looking at us. We're on a big stage, and the world's looking at us, and we've got to be the ones that are going to stand for this country, yeah. stand that, for our freedoms. It's that, really that's important. That's so true, Tito, because remember, there is no German dream. There's no Dutch no, dream. No. It's the American dream. Yes. Everyone wants to come to the United States of America to experience exactly what you all on this panel and myself growing yes. up in Ankeny, Iowa. I mean, I, you know, I'm sort of 
mean, I had a mom and a dad, and we were talking about that in the break, and I want to get your thoughts on this, Frank. But, you know, they gave me the opportunities to succeed. And right. I found my path, and I worked hard. And, you know, so far, I mean, a lot of people would say I'm successful. I don't know if I'm successful or not, because at the end of the day, it's all about the next generation. Did yes. I make this country better than I found it in 1969 when I was born? So, Frank, talk to me. Let's bring it home. We were talking at the break as to what, you know, what's going to save our country and the recipe. So what do you think? Look, I talk about my success as martial artists, businessmen. We talk about what we can do for the next generation, what we can do for our children. I feel that the greatest thing that you can do for your child, the thing that I look forward the most, that I strive hardest for my children, is I'm present. I'm there. I think too many people out there, especially I can speak to the men of the world, as fathers, be present in your child's life. Do what it takes. And look, we can talk about it. I know sometimes people can make it difficult, women and whatnot. There is issues. But for the most important thing you can do for your child is be a father. Be home. Raise your children. Tito's a phenomenal example of that. How his children have turned out because he's present. He's there. My children's success, I greatly relate to the fact that I'm there, I'm present, and I don't go anywhere. Well, I, I just want to thank Frank Muir, Tito Ortiz, Harrison Rogers. You guys are amazing. Um, this is such a great conversation about America, our future, what's going to save our republic. Um, remember, you can catch me on CPAC now, 7 p.m. The show premieres every Friday. We're live here at CPAC today. God bless you, and thank you for everything you guys do. Thank you, sir. Thank you.